What is going on? Welcome back to the Rogue Pod. This is your man Hendo here, and this is Intentional Grounding. I apologize for the delay, technical difficulties, and you know, life be life in, but it is what it is. So let's jump into it. Um, don't have too much for you today. It's going to be a really quick stream, and I apologize for that because later on, it's two more streams coming up uh, eight o'clock. Make sure you don't miss it. Electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway. We are going to be interviewing Linwood, a Baltimore artist and fashion designer. So make sure you check that out at eight. And then right after that at 9 p.m., check out my man Brody and Suge Knight on Suge 323. His channel, Steel Conspiracy, is back. So make sure you check that out as well. So. Let's just jump into it, I guess. I guess. All right, let's see who we got in here. I know I, I did everything kind of late, so it's not going to be too many people around right now, but my man Brodney's in the house. What's going on, Brodney? Thank you for stopping by. Living big with Big Reds. What's going on? Make sure you go check him out. He has some very uh, entertaining topics and, and, and controversial thought processes that he loves to share with us. So make sure you check his channel out. We got Ferris in the building. What's going on? Yes, sir. Solo, sir. I decided today that it's about time that, you know, I try to get back into the groove of, of being up here by myself, being solitaire. It feels kind of weird not having somebody to bounce off of. But, you know, we'll get through it. So from what we were told uh, the day before yesterday, yes, Mr. J, appreciate you dropping by. Still Conspiracy is supposed to be back tonight, I believe, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yolanda in the house, what's going on? Hi, Rogue family. Now, before I do begin, um, the other day we were having some technical difficulties. So I want to give a shout out to, first and foremost, Living Energy Drink. Donated $20. She said, uh, thanks for the stream. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Also, we had my man Chris White. He donated $10. He said, uh, no opinion, just supporting. So appreciate y'all for donating to the channel, everything that you do for me, I am humble. So, like I said, I am on a time crunch because I have to get this done and then I have to set up for the next stream. So, let's just jump into these topics. Let's do that. All right, first and foremost, if... Oh, okay, that's, that's how we starting the show off. My man first with the $20 tip says holding down a solo show is the most challenging thing to do. I respect it. Yes, I respect it as well. Listen, once you do it, then you have a, a better understanding and a better appreciation for what people do. But for some reason, normally before a stream, I get extremely nervous, even after a year and a half of doing this. I don't know why before ever, for, before most my own streams, I will say I get extremely nervous. But today, I was at peace. I don't know if something happened today or something tick me off because when i get mad i really don't care and i just go for dolo but for some reason i was just you know i felt like today was just gonna be a good stream a good day you know coach just streamed he did uh number 10 on his top 32 teams in the nfl so we're winding that down i don't know just today's just been like a zen like day for me i don't know what it is i'm just at ease so i'm good with this we got mdt sports in the house what's going on appreciate you for dropping by Engraved, what's up, man? <laughs> he said, You ain't got nothing to be nervous about. You are him. I'm not, sir. If I was him, I would be solo a lot more, but I am not. So that's why you always see me bringing somebody up here with me because, you know, I was told personally 
when I come by myself, the show just isn't exciting, isn't as exciting. So I like to bring a lot of people with me, you know, keep everybody entertained because I don't want anybody to be bored. So I do what I do. My baby girl, Jazz. How you doing, baby? Glad that you could join us. Ain't not much. Got to get these, uh, got to get all this stuff in at once and try to hurry up so I can get ready for the stream with Mr. Galloway. Um, I know, I know. It slipped out. Uh, they lied. They didn't lie. Listen, I'm just a dude. I'm not engraving. I can't get up in front of a camera and just start talking and just effortlessly just throw stuff out there. I can do it in person. Like if I'm talking to you in person and Dre will tell you this, I can talk to you for three hours straight and not take a breath. But for some reason, it's when you sit down and you turn on the camera and you get behind it. It just, I don't know, it messes with you. It messes with you. Well, it messes with me. I can't speak for everybody else, but it messes with me. But let's jump into the... Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll just start me off right today. So shout out to Brodney. It says the sword is mine. So Brodney, I didn't say that this was the month that we were giving out the special, special prize. So for those of you who are new and for those of you that are going to catch the replay... Um, on this channel, we give out loyalty points, and you get loyalty points by just watching the streams, commenting, donating to the channel, subscribing, um, signing up for the Patreon, getting tickets to the meet and greet. And there's going to be a big prize one month. We don't know what month that is. Brodney is assuming that it's going to be this month. And I will have to say Brodney is in first place, though. And he just put himself further along. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for hanging with me and donating to this channel. I'm truly blessed. But once again, I'm going to try to get into these topics because I have to get out of here really soon. I'm not trying to rush, but I like to be prepared. And I like to have time going forward. So first topic that we're going to jump into is there was a report with ESPN today. And I do believe that Engraven covered this earlier, but it said that Lamar is not. Oh, I'm sorry. It should say top five. He is a top 10 QB. It's just a top five. But they had Lamar at number seven in in this in this countdown. I don't know how they did not have him in it last year. It could have had something to do with his injuries the year before, but they had him at number seven. Um, they had him behind the usual suspects. They had him behind Aaron Rodgers. Now I know he's Aaron Rodgers and he's done quite a bit and he's three-time MVP and all, but he is coming to a new situation and he did not look well last season. Now I know they give him the excuse that he had rookie wide receivers didn't have the skill positions or the skill players that he was accustomed to, even though they've never really given him much in Green Bay. But if he's supposed to be that guy, isn't Aaron Rodgers supposed to make do? Because isn't that isn't what they tell him all? That he should elevate his wide receivers to the next level, no matter what level they've come in on. So I think that putting Aaron Rodgers ahead of him, I didn't like that. They put uh, Justin Herbert above him. And with that, I really don't understand because, you know, well, I do understand, but you know how they kind of separate things. They say Lamar Jackson is only at a certain level because he's won one playoff game. And his playoff success somehow is completely tied to his ranking as a quarterback. But Justin Herbert blew many playoff opportunities, blew many chances to make it to the playoffs. And then he finally got his shot last season. And what happened? Blew a 28-point lead. But somehow with Justin Herbert, this is not held against him. This is actually, I guess, him making it for the first time, I guess, is his badge of courage. I don't know. It's just there's a double standard when it comes to certain quarterbacks. When you look a certain way, when you have that prototypical size, that prototypical look, you get certain passes. And, you know, I didn't hear – well, I have not heard 
Mike Martz speak anything about Justin Herbert nor his lack of playoff success. I don't hear any of these four-letter networks speaking about that as well. And also, he was behind Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts took his team to a Super Bowl. Can't take nothing away from him with that one. But a lot of times, people like to see sustained success. One season, he did it. They stacked his team. He lived up to expectations. And a lot of people can say, well, they brought in A.J. Brown. They brought in pieces on the defense. They've always had a top five offensive line. But I've watched Jalen Hurts make some throws. But I still can't put him above Lamar. So Lamar coming in at number seven, it's a little bit low. But I personally, when I do my rankings for most things, I do hold injuries against people. So if that is the only factor, but I believe that it is because I think they said something about um, him and his accuracy and just ball placement, so just certain things like all oh, quarterbacks don't struggle with that. So I don't know. That's some BS. Got Jeremy Miller. What's going on? Jeremy in the house. OTR Mike. How you feeling, bro? Living legend. There you go, Jeremy. Jeremy, how you just going to come in here and just start putting points? <laughs> I mean, how you going to do that? Yeah, MDT. He hasn't won a playoff game, but for some reason, because he holds certain passing records, it doesn't matter. Now, Lamar came in in 2018. He went to the playoffs against the San Diego Chargers. Chargers, I think it was San Diego at the time. I believe they were. So he was in with San Diego. Greg Roman, I'm sorry, uh, Morningwig tried to call the same game plan that he called a couple weeks earlier to beat San Diego. They lost. You come back next season, lose to the Tennessee Titans. A lot of things, a myriad of problems, cornucopia of problems that went wrong in that game. The Buffalo game, Lamar had a pick, but everything just stuck in the game. I don't understand how the it was totally windy. Like, it's a storm out there, and we're still trying to pass the ball. But these things are not kind of used as an out for Lamar. But – the defense, the run game, all of these other things are, are kind of help to build that narrative that Justin Herbert isn't the problem over there in Los Angeles. So you know how they go. All right. Next topic. We got some questions from supporters. Yes, these have been on the back burner. I haven't had an opportunity to ask them. So I thought that today was going to be a day to do it. And then let's see. First question is from Scotty Bippen. He says, I don't appreciate how we can go after big free agent a-hole defensive players like Marcus Peters, Dominican Sue, uh, Michael Floyd, I believe, etc. Justin Houston is cool, but we need depth. I think Robinson will contribute in pass rush, even though we haven't heard much about him in minicamp. Uh, you keep saying you don't know about anybody on his team. Yeah, I don't know about anybody on this team. If you think about it, um, Justin Matabike, he's been played in spurts. He's going to be decent, but I don't know if he's going to be a star. Roger Washington, I expect big things out of him. I just don't know. Travis Jones, once again, expectation. We really don't have a clue. Tavius Robinson, I mean, even Coach. Coach Evans was like, the dude can't play. You know what I mean? Your boy Simpson. We really don't have a clue what he's going to do. We can speculate. We think that um, Kyle Hamilton is going to be more than what he has shown. We don't know. So, yes, I don't know about these players. I don't know what to expect from them. These are new pieces. We don't know what a job is going to give us. 
he's he's essentially played 20 something snaps 20 something snaps he's played starters preseason game one game so i don't know what i'm getting from him oh don't know what kind of physical shape he's going to be in. I don't know if he's going to be that hulking dude he was or, or if he has slimmed down to try to make himself more accessible to be a pass rusher. So, Scotty, I don't know what to expect from this team. We'll see when we find out. Um, QB2, QB3, we don't know. Uh, coach on the show today, he said something about um, Caillou Blue Kelly. Some people thought that he was going to start in the slot. He's not. He's an outside corner. Like Coach said, so we don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, like until we see that team on the field, I don't know what to expect them. I can I can wish and hope for good things. I just don't know what's going on. See, I listen. You're not late, bro. You're not late, but I still need you to hit me up. I still need you to hit me up. I haven't heard from you, but it's all good. Next question is from. Keep that same energy, my man, Justin P. He says, how many points per game do you think the Ravens offense will average this season? This season, I'm going for 30 points a game. If this team performs the way that we think they're going to perform, if these wide receivers come up the way that they're supposed to, who's going to stop us? I mean, we still have a run game. We still have Lamar. Just We got that break glass in case of emergency. So Lamar can use his legs in case something happens. So – that right there is just an avenue that that we have in our back pocket. If these wide receivers can live up to expectations, I know we didn't get DeAndre Hopkins, but I still think we can put up. Because with Lamar, I think with him in the lineup, we average like 27 points a game since he's become a starter. And without him, it's like 18 or something. I can't remember. Don't quote me on it. But I just know with Lamar in, in here, even with lackluster offensive performance, lackluster offensive coordinator, we've been able to score points. So, oh, I'm sorry. Lost my train of thought. All right, next question. From our own Yolanda B. She says, which Ravens group, position group, concerns you the most prior to training camp? Um, of course, I've always said that it's the cornerback position that gives me most pause, you know, CB2, CB3, um, backup safety. Those were my concerns, but maybe more than ever now, I think it's the offensive line on um, the Ravens roundup on Monday on Sip to Tally. We spoke about this, and I just think that that left guard position with everybody and their mother getting a trial for left guard, it may cause an issue. Uh, can we keep Ronnie Stanley for a full season? He's He hasn't played a full season since he's been in the NFL, Kevin Zeitler, is he he is he going to be Kevin Zeitler? His place slipped a little bit. We don't know. He's coming up in the last year of his contract with us. We don't know what we're going to get. And then we got the op, Morgan Moses. You just never know how Morgan Moses is going to play. I don't care what PFF said. Dude's garbage. And his contract says that he's garbage. Three years, $15 million. That's not a starter. That is a backup that we thrust into the limelight who with Lamar in there has has performed a little bit better because Lamar makes any offensive lineman look better. So I think the offensive line group is the one that concerns me the most going into the offseason. All right. And the last question is from Darrell G. He says, do you feel like Chris Paul will help the Warriors get back on top? No, I really don't. I think that, uh, 
he's going to make them worse. I think he's going to be a little bit more steady than Jordan Poole with the second team. I think he, if he plays with the second team, if he makes a big stink about coming off the bench, I think that's going to be a problem. I know Steph Curry is my man, but having Chris Paul and Steph Curry in there trying to defend at the same time, it's, it's a mismatch. I don't think that they can afford to do that defensively. Offensively, cool, but I just don't think that it'll help. Hopefully, hopefully they trade him before the season starts. Hopefully. All right. What's going on, Zeke? He says, what's good? I'm chilling, you know, trying to get the stream going. Like I said, if you, since you since some more people have come in here, make sure 8 o'clock. Electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway. Myself, Mr. Galloway, are interviewing Linwood, a Baltimore artist. I think we may have another guest in there. I'm not for certain if he's going to show, but it's going to be a couple of guests in there. Make sure you stop by and hang out with us. Jay says, Curry wouldn't dare put those two in the starting lineup together. Never say never, because a lot of people have been going over this scenario saying, listen, Chris Paul is a top 75 player. He deserves a certain respect. He has a, a starting streak going that I think is the longest in the NBA. And it's kind of like the Eli Manning situation. Um, I can't remember which coach that was. First, you can tell me which coach it was. It was one of those bums that didn't stay that long. Eli Manning had his, uh, it's the dude with the mustache. Eli Manning had his starting streak going. And for some reason, they decided just to end it for no personal reason. I don't think Steve Kerr is that kind of dude. I think he's a little bit softer, but hey. Okay. Yeah, that's what I need to talk to you about. Your free ticket. Your free ticket. Speaking of free tickets, I'm giving away one more, one last ticket to the August 4th meet and greet. So how do you get it? I'll tell you. You have to, one, be a subscriber to this channel. You have to be subscribed to this channel. Two, later on this evening, I am going to post a question on my community page. You have to answer the question on the community page. And then I will take those and either this Friday or this Sunday, I will draw from the winners or the participants that answer the questions on the community page and they will get a free ticket to the August 4th meet and greet. So yes. And see on addict. If you can't make it, let me know. We'll just have some other ticket to give away. But I appreciate it. Yeah, listen, come out. Listen, August 4th, myself, lunch break, hot take, sip the tally, Coach Evans, Chris, just joking from the Deep Cover podcast, OTR Mike. Like, I know y'all want to meet Brody. I know y'all want to come out there and meet Brody. Like, who else do you want to come see? So make sure you come out. It's going to be food. It's going to be drinks. You can buy alcoholic beverages if you so choose. They're going to be swag bags. We're going to have giveaways. And there's this one specific giveaway that I know somebody's going to be like. I'm sorry, that I know somebody's going to like. It is something that you can, it is something that you can hang up and keep. And it is a memento. Like it is something that is very near and dear to someone's heart. Because I know if y'all don't want to show up and come get it, I'll take it home with me. But yes, Brody, they do want to meet you. Like Mike says, everybody wants to meet me. So make sure you get your tickets today. All right. What we got next up? Next up, we got Haterade. Oh, my goodness. And this one, I don't know how I feel about this. One. This one didn't sit too well with me, but it's the Haterade of the week. And the Haterade of the week this week is going to be the NFL. 
Shame on you, NFL, for what you are doing to the running back position. Now, the running back position is the only position in the NFL over the last 10 years that has actually gone down. Every other position, the salary has gone up and up and up. But for running backs, it's gone down about approximately $1.1 million. And I just think that owners are doing this intentionally to keep the cost down. But something that I found out today is owners will cry broke. Owners will say, listen, we're not making much money. Uh, People aren't showing up. They're not selling uh, as much merchandise as we used to. But I found out today that owners make $40 million a year off of stadium parking alone. 40 mil from stadium parking. Just for people showing up to the game. And you don't want to pay your running back per se, $25 million, especially if he's an upper tier running back. I understand with the advent of these later round picks, these undrafted rookies coming in and making big impacts, but there are certain running backs. Like I say, Quan Barkley, I can't put Josh Jacobs in there, but you have a Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. There are certain ones that kind of circumvent that I can find him in the fifth round because these are players that can carry a team. These are players that can be home run threats to take you over the top at any moment. So I just think the NFL, whatever you're doing, shame on you. And it ain't right. I think. And the one thing that I do love about this is that the running back group is is coming together. Unlike the quarterback situation when Lamar was going through his stuff and he was trying to make a change in the NFL and the rest of the quarterbacks were just like, "Mm, I don't know nothing's going on. I can't see you. So hopefully they get the situation resolved because listen, out of mostly all the positions in the NFL, I think the running backs had the shortest lifespan. Teams use them up and they discard them. And most of them have nagging injuries that last a lifetime. So, of course, they want to get paid, make their money before their time is up because teams will replace you. They will salary. Look at what Minnesota did with Dalvin Cook. Four years in a row, 1,100 yards. He, besides Justin Jefferson, is their offense. And they just said, you know what? We'll go with Madison and see what he can do. So those are my haters of the week. Uh, next up, we have 10 players from the 2021 draft, the top 10 players. And they did a poll of who were the top 10 players in the 2021 draft. And I saw it and was like, oh, this is very interesting. But there's another reason that I found this to be interesting. So let's just go through the list and see who's on there. And then, you know, I'll get into my piece. So coming in at number 10, we had Trevor Lawrence, who was the first overall pick. Okay, I would hope that he would be a top pick, being that he was the top pick. We have Devontae Smith, who was the 10th overall pick. Good selection. Now, with Devontae Smith, the thing that caught my eye with this one is, even with him being a top 10 pick, and he's a pretty good receiver, my thing is they brought in the A.J. Brown to compliment him. But that didn't stunt his growth. I know that Ravens fans love to say stop bringing in talent because they're going to stunt somebody's growth or they're not going to get the opportunity when you have a player like Devontae Smith that can play. Nobody's going to keep you off the field. If you can play, you'll be on the field. So all of that nonsense about stop bringing in too much talent, that's why that one caught my eye. Then coming in at number eight, we have Najee Harris, the running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would not put him in the top ten in this draft. I'm sorry. He's decent. Like, he's been okay. He has not been spectacular. He has not been number eight-ish to where they should rank him this high. I'll put him at 15, possibly. Number seven, Amon Ross St. Brown. Fourth round pick. Fourth round. 112th selection overall. 
and he made this rank. He is starting to become a star in the NFL. So I get it. Number six, Panay Sewell. Listen, the Bengals went with Jamal Chase over Panay Sewell, and he has been a star worth for the Detroit Lions. Great selection. I think Detroit Lions offensive line is up and coming. I'd put him in there. Number five, Jalen Waddle. Ravens know him very well. Six overall pick. Pay him with Tyreek Hill. Got it. Number four, Creed Humphrey. Second round pick. Number 63 overall. Number three, Patrick Sertain, the second, or Sertain, whatever you want to call him. Decent. Um, he hasn't lived up to billing. Some call him the top cornerback in the NFL, but I do believe he belongs in the top 10. Number two, Jamar Chase. Enough said. And number one, of course, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. That's a that's a that's a game changer right there. He's one of those guys that changes the direction of your franchise. Now, the only reason that I was looking at that top 10 in 2021 in particular was because guess who we drafted in 2021? We actually drafted two people in the first round of 2021. We drafted Rashad Bateman. And we drafted Odafe Owe. Now, the reason that I took to this list was because that offseason, we traded away Orlando Brown Jr. So we needed an offensive lineman. I'm like, okay, we drafted Rashad Bateman. I wanted that cool. Then when we came to the second pick, I was like, listen, we need a center. Creed Humphrey is out there. I know with this, with the 31st pick in the first round, we are going to get Creed Humphrey because we need a center, and I guarantee this dude is going to be a pro bowler. Raven said, I know we need offensive line work. We're going to get Alejandro Villanueva and call it a day. And they went out and drafted Odafe Owe. It's just the ripple effect of how everything works. So if we were to draft the Creed Humphrey, all respect to my man, Tyler Linderbaum, we wouldn't have needed him, and we could have gone in another direction. I mean, they, you can choose any year for us to find a bust at edge or a bust at linebacker. So for the, those of you that's going to say, hey, but no, we got Odafe Owe. We find busts all the time, every year, in any round. So we could have done that any given point. And that ripple effect could have gone somewhere else and we could have gotten another position later on. But for Creed Humphrey to be right there and he was one of the top offensive linemen in that draft, he was the top center in the draft and the Kansas City Chiefs got him in the second round. The second round, mind you, the second round pick that we gave them. So not only did we give them Orlando Brown Jr., we gave them a second round pick. For a first round pick to get away, make that make sense. Make that make sense. So. No, Bradley, J.C. Horn was not there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why that drew my attention. All right. It's getting close to that time where I got to get up out of here. So uh, one more thing that I have for you, and that is going to be, let me know in the chat, if you could steal one player from each AFC North team, who would it be? Who would it be? Because I already know. Like, this is, this is a no-brainer for me. When it came to each team, I was like, give me TJ Watt from the Steelers. No question. He would, he's, he's what you draft to set that edge to be a pass rusher. That's what you get in the first round. Not in the Dafeo. You get a TJ Watt. Um, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamal Chase. Most definitely. Like, no question about that. And then for the, for the Cleveland Browns, I thought about Miles Garrett. I was like, hmm, Miles Garrett would be a nice addition 
to the Baltimore Ravens. But more importantly, I chose Nick Chubb. I don't know why. Nick Chubb is just my, one of my favorite running backs. He's just quiet. He goes about his business. He does his work. And he gets yards. Like, he's unstoppable. He's just a quiet assassin. So, for me, those are the three that I would pick. Yolanda says, Jamal Chase Pickens. Brandon says, Pickens, Chase, Chubb. Yolanda says, Chubb as well. LL says, I was still Chase White Chubb. Yes. Unfortunately, Nick Bosa is not in the AFC North, sir. He's not in the AFC North. <laughs> Jay says, White, Higgins, Chubb, and Prochet. I think we'll throw Prochet in there just, just for, for kicks and giggles. We got you. We all pick the same people because we know. You, you, you know talent when you see it. When you look at TJ White, you see talent. When you look at Miles Garrett, you see talent. When you look at Odafe Owe, you see project. Project. So, yeah. <laughs> you good, sir. You good. So, yeah. I got to get ready to... What's going on, DDSQ? How you feeling? Um, I got to get ready to get up for this next stream. So, is there anything that y'all want to talk about before I get out of here? Any subjects? Anything else? You know. Oh, speaking of Browns, listen. Sometimes you give people props, you know, you heap praise, giving their flowers. And I've been really big on the Cleveland Browns this offseason. I've said they they may contend for the title. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be a top five, top ten quarterback in the league. And just some people can't handle that praise. Some people just they they live in a certain area. They live in a certain funk. And when you start giving them praise, they find ways to mess it up. So I'm talking all this stuff. I'm hearing other people talking, giving the Cleveland Browns their props. And guess what they do? They come out with new uniforms. And I'm like, okay, can't be worse than what they got. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. All they did was make their helmets white and still kept that crappy stripe on it. Like, what? Ugh. Ugh. It's terrible. Horrible. But you know what happens? The one thing that does happen is when a lot of teams make uniform changes, Oh, you sent me a question on IG. Got you, got you. IG. I thought it was on Twitter, but I'll check my IG. Um, a lot of times what happens when teams make uniform changes, they end up going to the playoffs. And some of them actually make it to the Super Bowl. So I don't know if that's an omen or a good sign. There have been a lot of teams. Minnesota's going back to some throwback uniforms. It's a couple other teams that's bringing out old uniforms or making uniform changes. Um white pieces uh the ravens just seem to be the only ones that we just want to stick to the same uniforms but please don't bring back the gold pants in the purple shirt when i think it was those look terrible terrible yeah i mean they don't have a logo but you could you could still find something. Listen, with all of these graphic designers out here, with all of these people, there are even fans that experiment making logos for people for free. All you gotta do is peruse the internet, find somebody, and say, "Hey, I'll pay you to give me that logo." Just something different. Just, just listen. Just making your helmet white and using the same stripe—that is pretty lazy, in my opinion. So, you know. What's going on, Dre? Yeah, I'm about to get up out of here so we can start getting ready for that stream. So like I said, 8 o'clock, Mr. Galloway, myself, maybe a surprise guest, Linwood. We are interviewing a Baltimore rapper and designer. 
So make sure you hop on over there. And after that, we got Steel Conspiracy with Suge Knight. Make sure y'all check that out as well. Um, but it's, yeah, it's about time to get up out of here. Um, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure when I put the question up on the community tab, if you want to attend a meet and greet and win that free ticket, make sure you answer the question. It's a good one, and it may surprise you. And it's not about the Ravens. So make sure you do that. Also, appreciate everyone that's supporting the channel. You just don't know how much I really do appreciate this. Uh, sign up to the Patreon. If you want to become a patron, if you want to get into the Discord, you want to get into the Fantasy Football Leagues, do that as well. Check it out. There's a free trial going on right now. Hop on over there, and I'll see you if you do. So appreciate y'all. Is there any more news that I had? for you i had some news but i just can't remember i'm getting old um yeah oh one thing one thing question yes the longer make sure you like and subscribe question how would you all feel well once we get jay once we get the last the last person we're waiting we have one more slot to fill for the dynasty football league once we get that last one maybe a week later so if somebody signs up to the west baltimore county team which is only ten dollars a month ten dollars a month and it gets you a lot of perks make sure to check it out and you can win this <clears throat> i didn't want to do it but you can win this you can put whatever picture you want right here i'm sorry the ring's kind of heavy as well it's kind of heavy but you can win yourself a belt a ring all that so once we get the last person in we'll start that but yes how would you guys like it if during the football season, because it's vastly approaching, it's fast approaching, if you had live streams during a game with a call-in show? So while the game's going on, you can call in live to the stream. Yes, Danity, you can put your face on it. You can put well, you can put whatever you want on it. It's your belt. So when you win, when you win the title, whatever picture you want on it, you can put on it, and then. On the side goes your logo or whatever picture that you want. So, yeah. So, this will be replaced by whatever your logo or whatever it is that you want to do. So, yeah, it's whatever you want. It's the winner. It's the winner's choice. Winner's choice. You know, being that I won, that's why you see my 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 smiling face on there. But yeah, how would y'all feel about that? Um, that sounds great. Looking forward to it. I don't know. Sitting there throughout the whole game. And having some people call in. I mean, if people want to do it, I don't have a problem with it. But that is one thing that I am thinking of doing for the upcoming season to make this more interactive, you know, to get more people to the channel. Uh, one sad note. Wait, what, Mike? One sad note is um, intentional grounding. I think we're going to do one time a week instead of two starting next week being that the season has started and things are going to be a little more hectic. Things are getting start to get busy. So I think intentional grounding is going down to one time per week and we may replace it with something else. I'm just not for certain as of yet, as of yet. Wait, what Mike? What are we waiting on? What happened? Something wrong? I don't know. I don't know, but let me go get ready for this next stream. I appreciate everybody that's been hanging out with me for this last 36 minutes. I didn't even plan on being here this long. Ugh. But listen, it's all love. I appreciate you. Yeah, 
Yeah, for us, listen, it's other things. So I got to open up slots because other things are going on. Jay, your chant, your show. Since football starting your show, we got to start promoting and getting that out and popping. Red your show, we got to start doing more with that. Bazel, we got to help him get his stuff going. So with all of these things going on, it's going to leave less time for me to put my show out, and it's going to open up a slot for somebody else. So it doesn't mean that we're going to leave you without content. Um, it doesn't mean that we're going to leave you without people to watch. You know, it's just going to be a different person. So. Oh, you said you can't wait till you win that belt? Oh, okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm um apparently, you know, I'm 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 champion three leagues, so I'm just, you know, I'm just, I ain't trying to throw that in nobody's face, but you know. I'm trying to throw that in nobody's face, but you know. What you mean just read your show? What happened to your show, Jay? This is supposed to be a collaborative effort between all of us. Like we're supposed to provide some type of content every day of the week. And currently I am on at least three, at least three times a week, at the least. Somebody else needs to start picking up the slack. I'm just saying. Yes, we have a lot of content creators. Open mic with OTL Mike. Lunch break, hot take. Listen, go to the website. Go over to the website. Check out my website, theroadpod.com. You will find all of us on there. It's a link. You just click the phone, and it'll take you right over to their channels. It keeps you updated with all the news. If you want to learn about the meet and greet that's coming up on August 4th, you can go there as well. But, whoa. What you mean you lost the show? Well, guess what? I got some time tomorrow. I'll help you find it. I'll help you find it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on eight times a week. Don't I deserve a break? Do I not deserve a break? So, yeah, starting next week, Intentional Ground is going to be one day a week. Um, probably I'll make that a Thursday, Thursday night, if anything. So, yeah, but, you know, I keep rambling. I got stuff to do. So, once again, I appreciate everybody for rocking with your boy, hanging out with me for this last almost 40 minutes on this start of rookie training camp type day. Football is upon us. It is almost here. I can smell it. I can smell them cutting the grass at the stadium right now. So make sure July 29th, you come down to the stadium. If you have passes, because I'm going to be at the game. If you are at the game, I would like to meet you all, take some pictures, hang out. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just have a little vibe going on. So I will see you all next time, I guess. Friday? No? Yeah. I guess. One more on Thursdays can't remember i got so many shows that's right living legend give me a break now carter they don't get it they're not old enough some of these some of these people too young in here so yes get ready eight o'clock electric relaxation mr galloway as they used to say when i was when i was a child be there or be square